welcome to the FPC Blanchard Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in today. We also thank you for any comments, likes, suggestions that you may leave on this site. Also, feel free to share this with any of your friends or church members so that they can keep up with our events, too. Here we go. 20. Okay. Big 2 Wow. 20. Yeah, episode 20. And welcome back. Uh, Brother Clay's here. This Joe Prater here as well. We're just going to kind of go over some of the the sermon from yesterday in case you weren't present or in case you, you did you were present and you want more context on it. Uh, so what you got today, sir? Well, man, just uh, good to be back here and uh, back in a podcast. We've kind of been away for a little bit, and um, I like that our folks are asking, how do we get there? How can I find it? Yeah. Um, we we want to be there. We want to see it. And so uh, that's, that's, that's pretty good. At least you know you're not just uh, wasting air and, you know, saying some different things. So, uh, you know – we were in Nehemiah, and we're still there. We've just hit the pause button and uh, wanted to, to step in somewhere else. And, you know, where I stepped in, you step in pretty hard when you start talking about sin. And yeah. uh, usually that um, touches people right off the bat. They realize some things that they've maybe been doing wrong or, you know, some things that, that's just not right in their life. And, you know, it's kind of good to – uh, get our pulse checked every now and then. Get our get our readings and know what our our vital signs are and that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, so we just we just jumped right off in it. And um, you know where we were at in Nehemiah was was the one where he was on the wall and it talked about being a watchman. And the more that message just resonated in my spirit. I felt like we needed to send some warnings. And so last week we talked about Jesus coming back and, you know, warning, be ready, he's going to come and that kind of stuff. And this week um, I just got into First uh, John this week and began to read a good bit and uh, see some different things. And then, you know, verse, uh, First John 2, 7, it was saying this, Brethren, I write no new, command, new commandment to you, but an old commandment. See, I think that's what's happening. We we want something new. We want something fresh. But here's my burden right now. We don't want to live out what it is that we already know. Right. And that's going to be obedience, and that one's coming soon. Well, it's it's kind of like the next greatest thing. It's almost like, oh, i got to have a new phone, or i got to have a new computer, i got to have this. But you forget the whole context of a phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. It's not for entertainment, it's for communication. And it's kind of like this. I, that's why I, whenever you say that, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of communication in the Bible that was given to us. Mm-hmm. And we still have to revert back to that right. and refer to it for guidance and different things. There's not a new way to come to Jesus. It's the same way. Same way. So it's the thing that's really, um, like I said, when I, when I say things like it sits in my craw or it eats at me or something like that. I just see so many Christians out there, whether it be at First Baptist Blanchard, other churches, other places, um, they'll say something like, man, you know, something like, you know, especially when you're in a series for a long time, right? man, we want to hear some meat or we want to hear something else or we want to hear this. And you know what? This is where it kind of sits in me. We don't want to follow the first things and we're – we're wanting to go to the next thing. Um, you know, I coached baseball for a long time, especially when my kids were little. 
Coach T. Ball, um, kid that never had picked up a bat or a ball or put on a helmet, put on a glove. They don't know which hand to put it on. They don't know which way to grip the bat. Are they left-handed? Are they right-handed? Um, sometimes you'd get them up to the tee. They'd hit the ball. They'd run to third base. They'd run to the outfield. And that's where a lot of Christians are right now because, you know, many generations – felt like we just, we need to see people say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. I don't right. know how many people quoted that one, used that one. Well, if I believe, I'm saved. Mm. <laughs> I could I could dig in that a little bit. I'm right. not today, but, you know. That, yeah, that, there's that's, more than belief that has to go on there. There has to be an acceptance mm-hmm. and a following with that. Right. And so a lot of this is, is where um, they got in the batter's box, but they don't know where to go. They're not discipled, and um, I just think we here at First Baptist are going to do a better job of discipling. Um, You know, when you start saying stuff like that, especially old folks that's been around a long time, they'll say something like, well, I thought we really had it going on and together. We really do. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's some good things here. I'm just talking about we need to build on the foundations that are here, and we need to help those new believers that we're seeing come to Christ, those new families that are coming in. So um, we're going to see something different probably in September. We're going to talk about it in staff meeting today. But uh, I'm going to start teaching some classes on Wednesday night, some discipleship classes. Um, I'm going to talk to Brother Dale today. Um, I want to see him doing some discipleship classes. Brother Sam will will primarily stay with the uh, traditional uh, prayer meeting um, and, and Bible study time. We'll probably keep that going. Um, not probably. We will keep that going. Right. But we're going to branch out into some other areas. I know a lot of folks from time to time, especially here lately, we're seeing a lot of new faces, new people joining, a lot of new people checking off cards saying, I want to know more about First Baptist. So I'm going to probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a 6-2 rotation. I'm going to do six weeks of, of discipling, six weeks of class. And then I'm going to do two weeks of new believer, not new believer, new members or potential new members. Right. So it'll be a six-two, and um, so six weeks disciple, two weeks because a lot of times people, especially if they've joined and been here for a minute, they've already kind of got established into a Sunday school class. So we don't really like or want to take them out of that Sunday morning thing like we've been doing right now. We, we may still offer it, but um, kind of transition on Wednesday nights because we're, we're trying to offer programs for the kids and children's stuff, you know, for them to be on campus and to be learning about Jesus and different things. So a lot of times these adults, they just go home or they sit in their car or they go somewhere, go eat or something. You know, they they kill that hour and a half, and, and I want to just make it available. Um, so if you're listening or you're a, um, you know, somebody that's already here, and, and you say, man, I, c- I can tell Johnny or Billy or Susie, those folks that are around me that's bringing their kids and dropping them off, well, they have a place for you now. There's there's a class and different things. So right. I love the fact that our new worship leader, who's awesome and amazing, um, has allowed our, our folks, like that's in the band and the praise team and the choir and things like that, he, he's, he's transitioned them into Sunday school so that – 30 minutes or an hour, we're not doing that uh, warm-up and all that kind of stuff. Those folks are being fed. They're they're having that 
time where they're going to Sunday school and spending time in Sunday school and building those relationships. Right. That's what I was going to say. That allows for the relationship building. And and that goes with anyone that helps in the church. You know, if you right. see someone that's always an usher, or always uh, helping with the security or always helping with the children or one thing or the other, they still have to have their time. They do, man. And, and they need to integrate into a, a group of believers because it's different leading than it is being uh led in a bible study sometimes you see different things out of it so mm-hmm. i could see that and and it's been a uh as a member of the band in in the production and everything else that we do on sunday morning it's it has been nice to kind of have that i've That's great. you know trying to figure out which sunday school class which mm-hmm. even if it's just a group of of the band members that start their own or whatever in, in order to reach I don't know those. That we need that because those guys have already acted. We only have one that I know right. of that's not really, you know, found that, that class, you know, just yeah. yet. So man, I, I, I'm excited about that. They, they've pretty much acclimated, yeah. got right on into yeah, the class. Been, it's, and, it's a, it's going to be a, a good deal. Well, that's the deal. So. We birthed those two new classes, and um, we already had somebody for, you know, 25 to 35. Now we have a 35 to 50-year-old class, and um, fi- we're fixing to birth a new one, a, a 50s to 60s class. Already got the teacher in line, and so uh, we're seeing some great things. We just got to get COVID out of here and, yeah. and, and other <laughs> different things. But just kind of go back to uh, – where we were with this on Sunday, we were talking about being self-centered or God-centered because a lot of times we get to doing these everyday life, doing this everyday stuff, and we tend to drift, you know. It's just the nature. Um, I think it's one of the Psalms says, keep my feet from slipping. You know, that's what happens. We slip. We we get on this journey. We start walking, and, and it's very easy to slip into temptation, slip into... Uh, desire and different things like that. So uh, that's kind of where the warning was this week. It was, it was more of a, you know, let's let's be more God centered. Let's let's get off self, and uh, we're going to hammer on that for for a few weeks about uh, being self centered and God centered. And the warning was uh, from old. You know, the, we we have the Ten Commandments. We can go back to. I went through them Sunday kind of, uh, you know, looked around some different things. But, um, you know, sin's always going to be sin. And going all the way back, you know what? It spoke to me again this morning while I was thinking about it. A lot of times, you know what? People will get into sin, and it'll get exposed, or they see it and everything. Instead of falling into conviction, you know what they do? A lot of times they do if you go back to Adam and Eve and it said that they were walking in the cool of the day with God, they were spending time with him, but Satan deceived Eve and she took the fruit. She gave it to Adam. They both took on the fruit. Then God came along like he always came along in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And he said, where are y'all? And it said that they hid from God. What we try to do, we try to hide our sin. We try to, we, we try to mask it, but we also like to deceive others and go when we're called out on the carpet, we like to do what Eve did and Adam did. Adam blamed Eve right off. Right. Not only she blamed him, she blamed God. Right. Why don't we just own up to it? Why don't we just say, you know what? Yeah, I did it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it was definitely a mistake. No, we tend to want to go, um, you know what? Yeah, I did that. But they're making me do this. Right. Or I'm having to do that and this, you know, and all that instead of just. Yeah, it goes back to that, that childlike 
attitude whenever mm-hmm. you get on to your children. Well, well, so and so was talking too. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean you need to talk, you know. Or right. uh, the old saying, well, if if they went out there and you know they ramped their bike off a bridge, would you ramp your bike off a bridge too, just because of that? Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I I do see that. I think we we tend to place the blame on others. We don't. It's not comfortable to place the blame on yourself. It's not comfortable to own up to issues that involve yourself or if you made that decision but the the funny thing is is if you've ever if you've ever taken the blame for your own actions there's actually more relief exactly in taking that blame and and it's just like this huge weight that's lifted you know and different things that with whatever happens in your life i mean it could be something simple as uh, a traffic ticket you know you get pulled over and the officer says where are you headed and you just say hey look i was speeding mm-hmm. you know and he's like okay all right glad we got that out of the way kind of thing and and i think that that we have a better interaction with god whenever we're not resistant to that i think that we by placing the blame on others we're resisting the like like adam and eve were doing i mean they're resisting god just saying hey it's gonna happen i knew it was gonna happen but I just need you to profess that. So, Well, you think about it, uh, if we stay in old, and that's what we're talking about here, warning from an old. Look at King David. Mm-hmm. When he had committed adultery with Bathsheba, uh, had Uriah put on the front line, some would say he had Uriah killed and stuff like that. You know, I mean, he owned it up. When, when, when the priest came to him, when the prophet came and was explaining to him everything, you know, through an analogy and talking about sheep and this and that. And, um, man, David got fighting mad. He was mad when it was, you know, like hypothetical and everything. But when the priest said, it's you, man, he, 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 he did what? He got right with God. He was like, wow, it, what, it is me. You know, that's where we have some of the great Psalms that he wrote. And he said, you know, examine me, look in me. If there be any wicked way, you know, expose it, show it to me. And he began to confess his sin. He began to confess what he said. And that just falls in perfect what you were saying, that when it was right. caught on the carpet, he didn't go point the finger at other people. He fell on his knees and he repented. And uh, God heard his prayer. And what? He was one of the, uh, a, a, a man after God's own heart. Right and all the sin that he did commit, but he ends up in the the Hall of Fame, so we say, uh, uh, in, in the Bible and right. of the things that he one did. One of the get, one of the more known. Yeah, you know. you know, I was always told growing up, and my my father always told me, you know, at some point you have to decide if you want to be a mouse or a man. Mm. And mice always run away from it. They always hide. They always cower down. They're scared of those things, whereas a man should stand up to it. And it's the two opposites of of what kind of beliefs or decision-making. You know, you're going to run away or you're going to stand up and say and own the problem and and stand up on it. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I always look at it. Not saying I I do that. You know, there are still times where human nature, we we cower down. And our instant reaction a lot of times is, no, I didn't do that. You know, no, that's not me. Mm -hmm. That's not me. I, I would never do that. But whenever we know in our heart that yeah hey that was that was what we did we need to stand up and face that conviction for it right well here was the next point in the sermon was warning for today about sin Um, we didn't get very far in it we didn't go very deep into it 
but um, I was making a point, and I, I said something about a lot of times we gloss over those commandments, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery. And a lot of them, we, we see the ones that other people are doing, the ones that we've done in our life and different things. So I was trying to hone in on something. But what where I was really going was itself. We, we don't deny self. We, we, we don't see the sin in self. We, we want to cover it up. We want to hide it. And, and you know, there's, there's a warning for today. Um, you know, a lot of people like, look, Old Testament, New Testament. New Testament is this one, Galatians 5.24. Um, this is the deal. We need to die to self daily. We need to crucify the flesh. And uh, Galatians 5.24, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Man, do we hear that in our culture today? Crucify your flesh. Don't give in to the desires. You know, don't give in to the passions. You know, I hear it from the young people um, that I'm that I talk to from time to time. They go, "Man, why do I have to? You know, not do that. Th- you know, it says don't do it, but man, God created me this way, and God created this that way. We hear that a lot in society. Right? God made me that way." Or God created in right. things like that. No, we're, we we have a sin nature from birth. So we're, we're already going to be drawn to sin. You know, we're really not drawn much to the light. We're drawn to the darkness. We, right. we want to give in to um, our, our temptations. We want to give in to our flesh. And so to hear that, that tells me one thing. If I'm in Christ and I belong to Christ... I must crucify my flesh with its passions and desires. That's that's huge, man. Because we are self-centered, not God-centered. And once we make that shift and we become God-centered, then that's what we have to do. When we wake up in the morning, we have to crucify the flesh. We have to put on the armor of God. These things are are not here for just... um, Academia. They're not just here to, to get in the book and see it for knowledge and for that kind of stuff. It's to live it out. The, the law, it says now that the law is on our heart now. Uh, that's our conscience. That's different things. I know that I shouldn't kill somebody. I know I shouldn't commit adultery. I know I shouldn't steal. I know those different things. It's on my heart. I know that. And like I brought up Sunday, you know, the more we do those things, it does harden the heart. It does harden it so hard to when the Holy Spirit of God's trying to penetrate and get in, um, we, we just we blow it off, or we just say, "Oh man, I, you know, I, I'm not going to do that today." Man, I, I, I want to sow some more. I hate that saying. I want to go sow some more wild oats and all that. Where's that biblical? It's nowhere. Right. right. You know, it's the flesh. We're self-centered. We're we're self-driven and all those kind of stuff. And so, um, as I pretty much wrap up today, um, I, I hope that we're able to get into the homework. I gave you guys some homework. If you missed it and forgot about it, um, I'll give it to you on here in case you hear it and listen to it. Um, what are the, the, the seven deadly sins? I want you to get in your Bible and see what those are and uh, begin to study and look at those things. That's really, I think that's why God. Um, 
brought the message only to two points because I really need to spend more time. Really, I was just going to just gloss over those seven real fast and kind of bring up. But this time it's going to give me more time to sit down on on, on these seven sins and, and sit down on those seven things. Because um, like I brought up Sunday, um, I don't want it to be remorse. I want it to be repentance. I want people to understand that the Holy Spirit of God will, will convict you of your sin. And then it's on us to confess that sin. Turn to Him. Turn from our wicked way and turn to Him. And um, you know, be sold out to Him. You know, I heard a message this weekend. I listen to a lot of preaching, too. I, I, I like to hear good preaching. And uh, I, heard, I heard a guy that I really like a lot. I don't always line up with everything he says. But he said this. He said, um, you know, how can people say I surrender all when whoops when we're a um in a in a in a in a state of sanctification? Like we don't have it all when we get saved. And he, he was just trying to bring out a point where a lot of us say, I come down and I surrender everything over to Jesus today. I, I disagree with him in that. In this, I believe we do surrender all to him, the all that we know in between our ears right now. I don't know everything, so I'm not sanctified. I'm not all the way in that relationship with Christ, but it is a daily walk with Him. So at this point, when I say I surrender all, man, I surrender my guilt, I surrender my shame, I surrender this, that, that, everything that I know today, I want to surrender it over to Him. So that's where I would kind of split hairs with that uh, awesome man of God preacher that, that I do like and everything. Um, we, we have to come just as we are. We, we have to surrender those, um, those sins that, that we're going to talk about on here because you know what they are? They are self. Right. We hate to deny self. Everything in our culture doesn't, it screams totally opposite of that. If it feels good, I brought that up Sunday. If it feels good, Everybody hollered out, "Just do it," because that's what people feel. That's what they. That's what we're hearing. We're so desensitized right now. We're seeing things on TV that twenty years ago we would have never saw. It's more desensitizing. Would have never allowed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Especially as as I think as parents, we allow our children to see things that we would not allow, and we're. As a as a child, we weren't allowed, and and now we're like, whoa, right? You know, I just I still say <clears throat> we need to con- contact our senators, our congressmen, and tell them, hey, look, man, these these commercials that are on TV that, that they're just they're really getting out of hand. These shows that they're putting on there, the verbiage that's put out on there. W- when we were kids, I mean, it was censored. The things that are said now. Mm-hmm. I, it's just to me, it's mind blowing. It's just commonplace, or at yeah. least they feel like it's commonplace. They don't. There is no censor, right? There is no uh, Christian guidance on most of these commercials, and right. and I've gotten to where we don't watch a whole lot of TV shows. Mm-hmm. We watch things that, uh, of course, a lot of people, you know, movies that are already made and different things, and. And there are a lot of wholesome entertainment that has, just because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have the bad parts in it. Right. It doesn't have the things that we go against. And 
and I think people get confused on, of course, right. there's a whole other thing for media that, well, it doesn't have any Christian reference. Well, it, that's that's fine, you know, as long as it doesn't have any of the, the negative references. Right. You know, every, it, it just, I don't know, that's a whole other. Yeah, Saturday. That's a whole other thing. Saturday, but, I was <clears> in the, um, I was in a truck filling my truck up, and there was somebody, Man, they were struggling over there. They were trying to get their car started. Man, you could hear turning over, turning over, turning over, turning over. And it would kind of run for a second, and then it would just kill. It run for a second and kill. Well, the, the lady that was right beside me was talking on her cell phone. And uh, she was just going on, having a conversation. The door was open. I mean, you know, if you're getting gas, you're two feet or three feet right. from somebody. I can hear word for word everything. But I'm, I'm not really paying attention to what she's saying. I'm more listening to this car starting over here. And all of a sudden, man, it, it, it backfired, and it sounded like a gunshot. <laughs> and all these people that I it, that were in my eyesight that I could see, a lot of them ducked and covered. And just to talk about desensitizing and how people just don't think about what they say and what's in there. I can't say what she said, but she said, what the blank? And, uh, I mean, just loud. I mean, like. Nobody standing right, like no filter, no concern of who's standing beside me, who who's here, who's around. Goes back to God centered. What's in your heart right. will come out your mouth, and you know it, it's just where we are as a nation. It's where we are as a people. Um, we're self centered instead of God centered, and uh, yeah. I'm gonna be here in a pulpit as as a as a mouthpiece and a, and a voice of reason and everything and and i'm just going to talk about how those things are just wrong and you know that's counterculture to 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 folks but you know what people get saved and i was fortunate to see someone come down that the holy spirit i have nothing to do with it, the holy spirit of god started convicting this young lady and 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 she um just said look I'm totally self-centered. I, 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 you know, need to to make some change and everything. And uh, she gave her life to Christ. And I'm not one of those. I want to make this public. And and on on a whoever listens will hear this. I, I don't. You come in my office. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm not gonna uh, give you the ABC. I'm not gonna give you step one, step two, step three. I'm gonna ask you. What is the Holy Spirit of God speaking to you? What's he convicting you of? So I'm not coercing you into salvation, and I'm not praying a prayer for salvation. And uh, I'm just, it's on you. You tell me what you came here to do, right? and then you talk to him. Don't talk to me. And um, and so she, she cried out to the Lord. She asked him to forgive her of her sins, to um, a, a total time of repentance, confession, and then, you know, ask Jesus to save her and, and to live in her life and to be the Lord of her life. And, man, those are, to me, just, it's just awesome times. I love seeing that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, all right. I think that wraps up today, uh, this morning, or whenever you listen to this. Right. <laughs> if it's morning or afternoon, wherever you're at. Um, anything else, brother? Man, I just say, you know, Come get on the word. Yeah. It, it's okay to, you know, listen to these podcasts. I'm grateful for podcasts. I listen to some podcasts. I'm grateful for the media technology that we have. 
But man, the sweet, the spirit is so sweet when you're in in the presence. Yeah, and, it's in here. It's not a substitute. Right. It's a supplement. Right. You know, this is just to supplement the word and supplement the things that allow you to stay in the word while you're driving or working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing if you're unable to make the service. That's what that that's what that was designed for. If you're unable to be there because of homebound or different things, and I think it's great for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, but this, I want you to encourage your friends to listen, and I want you yes. guys to listen, and I'm thankful for our listeners that we have right now, man, yeah. and that that come up to me and say, "Hey, how do we, how do we, how do we listen?" So, how about on the closeout? Why don't you tell us one more time how to get here, how to find us, and how to give it to friends, that kind of stuff, and that that'll pretty much close us out. Yeah, well, uh, so one way to get it to friends is is you can share it on your whatever app you're listening on uh you can send us an email if you got somebody in in particular that you want to send it to and you don't know how to share it or like it or link it to something then you're welcome to call the church drop your email or drop their information i'll be more than happy to email it to them can we find it on our website we can find it on the website the website has got a a a lot of tools on it now Uh, the website has access under the media tab Okay. If you go into the media tab, there's access to our our uh, YouTube channel, the live view of the sermon, the eight and the ten thirty, and then also replay of the last week's sermon or however many weeks it goes back. Uh, there's also a link to the podcast to this page uh, for the podcast. You can share that. You can get in there and play it from directly from our website, or you can go to the the uh, provider's website that we use. Or your favorite podcast website. There's also now the the Lifeline for every month is on there under there. You just click on the Lifeline. It's downloadable. You can send it, share it, zoom in. However, it's in a PDF format. You can print it off if you'd like. Um, We're also adding a lot of new things. Uh, Kirk's adding some of the things for the different Sunday school classes and and some things that are that are going on around here. Keeping the announcements and everything updated uh, the best that we can. also inside of the uh inside the each service if you watch the first four or five minutes of the service the announcement videos are there they're usually pretty good uh well not usually they are pretty good <laughs> uh, we like to have fun with them and like to have all a good right. time we're, we're all about that and also all about sharing the word there's tons of opportunities to serve there's tons of opportunities to uh to come in and to be served i guess you could say so there's there's a lot going on. I know it's the start of school. It's the start of a, a new year for most people. If you have kids, this is where you're finally like, please don't send them home. Let them go to school. You know, uh, I need my time kind of thing. But it's kind of a start of a year for everyone. This is a, a aside from January, this is a, a new refreshing time where people say, okay, this year I'm going to do this or this time I'm going to do this. So uh, usually tons happens of ways. in January, February, yeah, and then it happens again in September. Yep. So perfect time to restart, reboot, refresh, get back into a class yep. or find your place. And look, if church. you've got any any suggestions with any of the media or any anything, you can send it to media at fbcblanchard.com or you can send it to me. And mine is Joe at fbcblanchard.com. And then on the trailer, on the ending, the outro of this program, you'll have access to the church office and who to contact there and to how to get involved with the church as well uh, in that aspect. So, brother, you want to take us out in prayer? Let's do it. Father God, Lord, we just thank you for another day you've given us. Lord, we thank you for 
Lord, just another means to reach out to people, to encourage them, Lord, to, uh, God, just get our, our lives back on, on center, Lord, the plumb line. Lord, if we uh, strung out what the world says, man, it would lean us one way extreme. But, God, your word leans us the other direction, and it's extreme. It says, I am the way, the life, and the truth. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. So, Father, I thank you that you draw men and women, boys and girls, to yourself. God, you save people. And uh, through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit, God, you begin to convict us. Lord, even of this uh, this content that we're talking about right now, being self-centered. And so, Father, help us to be God-centered. Lord, let our lives line up with you. Let it line up with your word. Let us not be just a, a fan, but God, let us be a follower of you. God, we love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And thank you for joining us on the First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast today. Uh, please follow us, like us, so you can be notified when the new episodes come out. If you have any comments or suggestions, leave those below. Also, if there's any way we could pray for you, please contact us. Let us know, 318-929-2346. Or also, you can catch us at www.fbcblanchard.com. Go to the contact page. You'll find all the info you need. Thank you again. We're praying for you. You have a blessed day.